has this amazing, amazing way of measuring tweet reach. So what it does in its free version, I'm pretty sure it's free, it'll measure the last 24 hours and it'll measure the last 100 tweets. And it'll give you the tweet reach. How many people collectively followed, uh, how many followers collectively did you reach? And, and my highest score so far is 7.8 million. On an account with 43,000 followers, I have almost 200 times as many, as much reach. And what reach means is that I tweet something, my friend with a million followers retweets me, I just reached another million people. My friend with 1.8 million people in London retweets me, I just reached another 1.8 million. Because they retweeted me, their followers are likely to engage with that because they trust them. It's a, it's a little bit of a diminishing scale, but the point is I retweet something to 43,000 people, my friend retweets something to 1.2 million people, some of those will then retweet it and it goes up the line. So you're getting lots and lots and lots of eyeballs. Now what it does, I think I'm pretty sure that the free version is 100 tweets in the last 24 hours. So for instance, you're at an event or you do a blog post and you create this very specific hashtag, Twitter tips for tourism, say. What you can do on the pro version, uh, which I, I, I don't even think it's a monthly fee, I think it's a once-off fee of, face, say, $14.95, you can actually have the last 1,800 tweets in the last seven days. So say, for instance, you're at an event that's lasted three days. You spoke on the Friday, but you also spoke on the Sunday. How many people tweeted in between? And who were they? And where did they come from? You know, you're getting this robust data about who's engaging with your content. What would you do if you had all that data? I mean, that's a big question. If you had all this data at your disposal, what would you do? It's not, this is really interesting. Most people think that Twitter is a little bit like standing at the Empire State Building or the tallest building in your town and shouting out, hey, I'm here. Here's my latest podcast. Listen to it, please. That's what a lot of people tweet Twitter as, this blasting thing. It's just this one-way blast. Hey, I've got a new movie out. Hey, I just wrote a book. Hey, guess what? Sign up for my free offer. And it's one way. But once you realise that Twitter is this, hey, what are you doing? I'm in your town tomorrow. Do you want a coffee? You're having real conversations. We're talking about real life now. So that's Tweeps Map. Tweeps Map is my favourite site on the planet for two reasons. It's really, really good. And they've given me a pro version for free. So I've got to honour the fact that they're pretty funky. So, but, but if you can't afford the pro version and all of those ancillary features and you just like the tweets or the tweet reach feature, you can go to tweetreach.com and you can just do that. What it'll do is it'll measure your tweet reach. How many people saw or had the potential to see your tweets? They have a very robust free version. It's the last 100 tweets in the last 24 hours. Might even be seven days. And then if you're really, really, really into it, for $20 US, they'll give you a full report of everyone that's no limit, everyone that's ever tweeted, whether it goes back 18 months or whatever. So that's, that's a, a segmented message there. Tweets map is a bit of a one-stop shop, a bit like a supermarket or a department store, does a bit of everything. Tweet reach only does that. And there is a free version and there's a paid version. Now I know you've been using this. What's your experience? Apart from all my rambling, 
what's your experience of this? I really, really use Tweet Reach just to catch up on on you know the last hundred tweets and just to give everyone just a little bit of a, a story that uh, Keith helped me with a couple of nights ago I think it was a couple of nights ago I have a friend who is now a friend of Keith's as well he is 14 and currently had well actually had under 100 people on his YouTube and he uh, sorry he had over 100 people on his YouTube and under 100 followers on his Twitter Within, I think, the space of half an hour, and, and remembering that he's, only, he's got under 100 followers, I used TweetReach, and we tweeted a couple of times, both Keith and I, and thankfully, you know, Keith did retweet this for him. He reached 44,000, over nearly 45,000 um, accounts reached in less mm. than half an hour. Let me just explain what's happened there. Your friend has got 100 followers, I've got 43,000 followers, right? So I retweet your friend with 100 followers. He now reaches 43,100 people. That's what we call tweet reach. So the secret with Twitter is to connect and reciprocate. It's not just one way. Reciprocate and constantly be sharing so that when it's your place in the sun, you can say, can I call in that favour? You know how I retweeted you a couple of times. Would you mind I'm speaking tomorrow? And I, can you just do that for me? And you, you'll find people will undoubtedly help you whenever they can because if you get into the habit of being the sharer first, taking the initiative and saying, look, mate, you've got one in the bank. Anytime you need anything, you just let me know. Speaking, gig, writing a book, anything. So what you've said there is that before we started retweeting, this really cool 14-year-old kid with a YouTube channel, but with only 100 followers because the world doesn't know how awesome he is yet. I'm saying this yes. very specifically because I know he's going to listen to this and I want him to get excited. Very, very specifically, the world doesn't yet know how awesome he is. I've now introduced him to my tribe and some of my tribe will throw that up the line and this is exactly what Twitter does. We take an anonymous but awesome person in Auckland, New Zealand, and we throw him out to the world and other people on the other side of the world are going, mate, this is so cool. And then they share it and suddenly it blows up. This is exactly how Justin Bieber got discovered. Continue with your story about the numbers because you used TweetReach to stat that, didn't you? Yes, I did. Um, I wanted to show him how or, you know, the quickest way to to get stats to show exactly where your journey's gone or where your, where your treats have gone. And, you know, it's, it's at, at Z-Rays Gaming, and his name is Winston. And his impressions, it was, you know, in less than half an hour, it was over 53,000 impressions and over 44,000 accounts reached. Now, the average 14-year-old just to, uh, who is doing Twitter like a business, because obviously... Uh, the reason why I started to retreat this person was because on his YouTube channel, he actually got picked up and got sponsored just like, like Keith has. Um, he got sponsored by no scope glasses. And I said, look, mate, I'll, I'll help you out. I've known you for a while. So I'm just going to just retweet. And then what I did is just like Keith said, I kind of called in a favor. I went, hang on, Vincent. I'm sure that I'm just going to ask Keith and just say to him, can you please retweet this for me? This is uh, my 14 year old friend and he would like to 
to um, get more exposure. And yeah, by the end of half an hour to an hour, he, I'm pretty sure that a 14 year old, like, like who had never done that before, pretty sure he freaked out. Mm, mm. And it, it's real. the reason why I love what I love, and there's 12, now, there's 12 sites now, and as, as we venture into our Facebook Live show and do Zoom videos and all these sorts of things, we may morph into talking about Instagram and Facebook Live and Periscope and per Pokemon, but this show is dedicated to Twitter. The reason why I love Twitter specifically is you can take exactly that scenario, an anonymous but awesome, and let's be very clear about that, he is awesome, but no one yet knows about him, right? We take this anonymous person who has content which is very substantial and we, we just basically introduce him to the world. I've got 43,000 people that haven't heard of this person yet. They now get a chance to see what he's doing. Some of them will like it and they will follow him. And some of them will then pass it on to their friends who will like it. And this is how things go viral, as we call it. It's actually quite a science. It's not always, it's not a join the dots sort of thing. It doesn't always work. But when it does work, it's beautiful to see, isn't it? Not only is it beautiful to see, but in, the, in this case, how did it actually help him? So if we look at it afterwards, yes, we, we did help him at the time with exposure. But afterwards, he definitely got more followers. And my Instagram account um, has, by engagement, is one of the top photos and things that I've put up there, his retweets have done well. Um, and, you know, it's really exciting to see, like you said, someone who is anonymous but awesome. I love that, anonymous but awesome. Going from woe basically right through to go in less than half an hour just by saying, you know, Keith, my friends here, can you please retweet this for me? And then, you know, you do that and et cetera, et cetera. And it's just been a real phenomenal journey well the thing that i'm very very excited about is that i want to encourage people to create more content and believe that once the content is created it will generate waves and i want to give you a very clear example of how this happens on monday this week my latest guest blog post for miss candy blogger from new york she's a live streaming expert she wrote a very, very good blog post comparing the differences between Facebook Live, Facebook's live streaming app, to Periscope, Twitter's live streaming app. She gave a very, very, very detailed analysis of that. So I wrote a comprehensive blog post while I turned her blog post into a comprehensive sort of post. And then, this is really cool, I mentioned it to a friend of mine in Canada who's running an event in October. And now, as a result of that blog post, she's now speaking at that event. So if you realize that this stuff actually happens, it will give you the confidence to create content, good content. Don't just throw stuff out. Don't throw mud at the wall and wait for it to stick. Create content and trust that you will create waves. You'll, you'll create ripples. And if you have a system, which we're teaching you in this series of podcasts, you'll have a, a, a robust idea of what to do after you create your content. I can't help you create content. That's not what I do. What I do is I take that content and I push it out. I create the ripples. I create the waves. I create the miracles. And we're, we're seeing this like every week now, aren't we? It's, yeah, it's amazing just how quickly things can be picked up and 
one of the biggest things that people say is, oh, but Twitter's just all noise. How can you discern from it? It's, it's not noise if you know what you're looking for. Yeah, which is and, why and you use TweetDeck and Hootsuite yes. and for. And, and also TweetReach has been great because I can then encourage people um, like Vincent to just pick it up and see how well that they're going by the accounts that they've reached or by the exposure. I mean, when I started all that time ago, a couple of months ago with the Keith, I was like, I'm not going to ever, you know, be able to have that kind of stuff that Keith does because I've only got like a hundred followers. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Keith, I remember that one of the first times that you said, Oh, look, this is your tweet reach. And I, I was like that 14 year old kid. I was freaking out because all of a sudden I was like, wow, people are actually following me. I mean, now those kind of things are like, yeah, that's wonderful. That's awesome. But I, I do love it. I love the connections. Mm-hmm. I, I love being able to see um, lovely stories like, you know, Miss um, Candy's blog. Hers is awesome. She's really cool. And of course, you know, Vincent Schuster's stuff is, is brilliant. So it's been really, really amazing two weeks. Well, let's play this, this out really clearly. On the 20th of April, 2016, you had 171 followers and no system. That's correct. In three months' time, three months, you now have something like 3,600 followers. I don't know. Yes. The, I think it's 3,584 followers. Right? There's exponential growth with one idea. Follow 30 people a day for 30 days. One idea. And this idea of this trust idea that, okay, I'm creating content and I think it's good and I think people will value, will benefit from that. So I'm going to keep doing it. And then as people say, it is good, but I am benefiting from it. Thank you. You're now starting to have a place in the world. Your content is valuable to others. You're actually helping the discern, to dissect, if you like, which brings me to the ultimate point, And that is that you have a fantastic newsletter because you actually do guest blogs virtually every day now. And so your your newsletter actually takes that and discerns it, distills it into like the highlights reel. So if you want to get the, you want to see the blog, the blog is at blog.monkey101.nz. And at the moment, there's a really lovely uh, box at the top that says get the newsletter. And the newsletter simply gives you a digested format of that. You can certainly go there anytime and read what's happening and you're doing stuff every day. But you've now got a, a, um, a really lovely newsletter. And I'm very proud to say that as of today, uh, we're now starting a very, very uh, concerted effort to put together another list of freebies for you. And they'll be listed at twittertipsfortourism.com. At the moment, that, that URL is my free ebook, which has been in existence for a, a year or so. It's still good. I'm still very proud of that. But what we're now going to do is we're going to do an updated version because this is now our fifth podcast. The next one is going to be about Twitter apps, how you can use your phone or your tablet to do exactly what we've been discussing. So if you go to twittertipsfortourism.com, you'll find that at this moment there's a free ebook there. But coming soon, there'll be lots and lots of other freebies. And you can also use hashtag Twitter tips for tourism to collate all of the blog posts and Twitter tips and podcasts. Transcripts and podcasts. What I also wanted to mention, and, and you briefly mentioned it, but I want to give you some kudos here. I really, I really love what you're doing with the transcripts. Uh, 
up until now, and this is something that all my podcaster mates will relate to, I love speaking and I hate writing. So what I've done is I've put all of my podcasts, 164 so far, on SoundCloud and they sort of live there. In That's sort of amazing. How, how many? How many keys? Sorry. That's what I do. That's what I do. I talk. I love talking. I've been, I love talking and I just push record. And I love being interviewed by people and I love interviewing others. And this will become a podcast. So this will become number 165. So given this exact scenario, we've had a chat. We've recorded it. I'll put it on SoundCloud. I, up until now, and most of my friends, up until now, have simply sort of left it there in cyberspace without really any way to know what to do next. What you've now done is you've created a little offering at Script NZ to say, okay, well, if you'd like us to transcribe that, we'll do that. If you'd like us to write an article, that's fine. We'll do that. We've even got graphics for you if you want because... Remember that only 20% of the world loves to hear things. 40% of the people want to read things. So you're missing out on that potential 40%. Coming up very, very shortly, we're going to cater to the other 40% when we do videos. We'll probably turn these podcasts into some lovely videos with images on them. We're also going to start either a Zoom show, which is not live, or a Facebook live show with the split screen when it comes to us hasn't yet arrived in our countries. But so tell me a little bit about this transcription service and how, how, how it works and how people can benefit. Well, the transcription service, a friend of mine, Lai, and I, she is an amazing proofreader. She works really, really hard at doing that. And we've been doing transcriptions now for probably about a year in, in New Zealand and in around New Zealand. And I was like, well, let's offer this let's let's do things let's help out people because you're right you know 164 is an amazing amount of content but if you can't see it or if google can't pick it up then it's not going to it's just yeah. going to sit there and people need to be able to see it and if they've only got two or three minutes to spare maybe they just want to read a really yeah. condensed short blog article about it so you know genesis script is all about from speech to the written word. So we'll transform it. We can transform and do wonderful things with your really amazing podcast. Yeah, I think it's, and I think ultimately the, the, the world needs to, to see things in different formats. 164 podcasts sitting on SoundCloud, but if you're not into audios, you're not going to hear what I'm on about. There's a whole group of, the whole section of the world that's never yet heard of me because I haven't got around to doing videos and, and transcripts until now. And I have done a little bit of this in the past, but now I've got a system. We do a podcast, I edit it, I put it on SoundCloud, you then create a transcript, I turn it into a blog. Now that means that 60% other than 20%, 20 plus 40, get to see and, and hear it. Eventually, the other 40% are going to actually be getting the videos too. So we'll be basically dominating the world. I'll sit on my laptop here in my home office and I'll go viral. <laughs> <laughs> Not just that, Keith, but it's been really interesting. One of the biggest experiments that we've done with, with these podcasts has been, okay, we've made it into a transcript and you put it on your blog. And then I make it into a blog post, an actual article, and then put it onto my blog. And then we've been tweeting these to find out yeah. which, which one people like. And 
so far it's kind of 50-50, isn't it? It is. It's sort of the jury's out. And um, this is what I really recommend. We're, we're giving you Twitter tools today to make all of this easier. But the ultimate idea is if you've got a test and measure. I love podcasting and transcripts work for me. So I have a, a podcast up the top and the transcript underneath. Tracy's really talented at writing. So she takes that podcast and that transcript and turns it into a written article in, in the way that written articles are supposed to be. And she puts that on her, on her blog post. Side by side, they look totally different. They're the exact same information and they'll uh, speak or uh, relate to different tribes, different Many people have said to me, Keith, I love the look of your podcast at the top, but, you know, I'm not going to scroll through you talking and question and answer. So I actually read Tracy's article, but I listen to your podcast. Can you, do, can you find a way to combine both? <laughs> we better find a place soon. So maybe Twitter, maybe Twitter tips for tourism.com might be just the place where we will meld absolutely everything together in this in this wonderful well, it will, freebie vault. It will, it will actually be that. And I think eventually if you go to twittertipsfortourism.com and eventually spring into social media because it's coming into spring. I know it's only July. Yay. And I know I'm getting a little bit too excited, but I get these glimmers of sun sometimes throughout the day and I'm thinking, you know, spring's not far away. No, not too far. And when it comes, I always get a burst of energy and I know that springintosocialmedia.com is going to turn into something really, really lovely. Uh, that's about six weeks away from the day of this recording, but if you're listening to it later, it'll probably already be there. So let's wrap it up there. Today has been about Twitter tools as the desktop experience so for people working from an office, and that's still quite a sizable amount of people. Next week or next time, we're going to be talking about Twitter apps. Tracy uses quite different apps to me. She has an iPhone. I have an Android. She also has a tablet. So we're actually going to be pulling apart how you can do all this stuff on the go, which is increasingly becoming more and more important. Any last thoughts before we wrap up? I just have to say that now I'm actually really enthused to go and try Buffer. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so maybe, in, you know, by the time the next time I'm I actually... To be honest, a small confession here, I do actually have Buffer on, on my mobile. I, I just don't use it on, on the okay. desktop. So okay. maybe, yeah, maybe. Well, hope, hopefully what's happened here is that it'll encourage people to try Tweeps Map and yes. TweetReach and Buffer and Hootsuite. But one thing that I've challenged Tracy to do, and she's going to come back to me in, the next time, she has an iPhone, but she also has an Android. She's going to try to see whether the apps that she loves on her iPhone work on the Android because that's one of the things that Android users always find frustrating. Some apps come late or never to Android. Some apps never arrive in the Android store. And that really pisses me off because I've got a, <laughs> got a Samsung S4, which I love, and I just don't have access to some of the really great apps that are iPhone only. So you're going to do that experiment for us. Next week, yes. we're going to pull it apart. And each of these podcasts is a learning lesson. It's all yeah. about sharing what we know so that people can learn and keep moving. And if you want to know more, just go to twittertipsfortourism.com and we've got heaps and heaps of freebies for you.